I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV with your host, the Turkey Boys. I broke my knee, man! We're back. What's happening, Hoops? I mean, it's a beautiful summer day. We're here in the chill zone. Chilling. Getting ready to uh, go see the hitman's wife's (laughs) bodyguard. Could the title be a little clunkier? That's what I need. Just like the hitman's wife's bodyguard's friend. One more element to that. One of the most necessary sequels of all time. Oh, yeah. I would say. Everybody loved the first one. Yeah, everyone totally remembers the hitman's bodyguard, and we're clamoring for a sequel. Who is it? It's Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L., and Selma Hayek. I think she's the new addition in the sequel. They're throwing her into the mix. I think... Banderas is in there also. They're throwing in the entire Desperado. I was gonna say cast. he was awesome in that, and that's pretty much the end for me. Yes. Did but, you ever see the movie that he got nominated for last year that I cannot remember the name of, and was it good? Yes. To both of those questions, what was the name of that? Ah, uh, The Shape of Water. It was one of those Alejandro Navola, or yeah, the guy who did like a bunch of those Penelope Cruz movies. I'll look it up on the, the, f- the breaker time. What the fuck was that name? movie was actually awesome. And he deserved all the plaudits that he got for it. All right. But yeah, let's nip that in the bud. We're not actually seeing the hitman's wife's bodyguard in the theater. That would be fucked up. Mm. Like when Vin Diesel said the movies, he was not talking about movies like the hitman's no. wife's bodyguard. <laughs> That's not a reason to go to the theater. And I hate that that's the only, like, main release that came out Yeah, I Googled, like, because every week if if we're struggling, and I have to apologize in advance that I am having an allergic reaction to something, so I sound like shit, and I will be sniffling and blowing my nose as little as possible, but it is what it is. That being said. The fans love that stuff. Just wanted to be clear. No doubt. We got a new kitten, so it's probably that. Kitties. Um, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about because I'm frustrated with the allergies thing. But I, yeah, I Googled what was new releases, movies, Mm. and the only option is The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. And my heart just sank. Yeah, Like you tell me there's nothing on VOD Mm. for Father's Day weekend when people are probably going to be getting together and watching TV. Yeah, there should be a new tear-jerking like Mark Wahlberg with a dog movie. Hey, how you doing? I'm this dog's father. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. This one's really near and dear to my heart. Yeah. I blinded him. Yeah. I hate dogs too. It was a Shiba Inu. He's an Asian dog. Marky. Hate you, bud. You're Um, just the worst. (laughs) Did you see that Will Smith announced he will host and star in his first ever variety comedy special? Yeah, Netflix. Scott, I, I really appreciate you bringing that up, man. Uh-huh. I had a, uh, I gained a lot of weight in COVID, and uh, yeah. the fact that I'm still relevant is just a blessing. 
I've been enjoying his. Uh, he's a great Instagram follow. Yeah, he's funny actually on Instagram. Yeah, he like put on a, a mild amount of weight and made a whole bit out of it, and like he's always doing things with like special effects. I think he has some sort of a a team of people that like make stuff <laughs> for him, and maybe they'll be working on this new comedy special. They say it's a a four hour long special, which sounds very long. What? They should maybe chop that piece? up. I was going to say, it's in pieces? They're pr- saying it's a four-hour-long special. Fall to pieces. Will include celebrity guests, comedic sketches, musical performances, and more. It will release later this year on Netflix. I hope it's got some new original songs, like Miami uh, 2. Agreed, yeah. He basically has carte blanche to do whatever he wants forever. Ha-ha. He's got that, like, A-list, just katra, or whatever the word I'm looking for. He had at least Chutzpah. A, he had at least a 10-year run where he was, like, the dude. The, yeah. like, $20 million for every movie you make, because they're all fucking barn burners. He ripped off some hits. I Am yeah. Legend was solid. Yeah. Hitch. I like all three of the Bad Boys movies. Um... That's Men in Black, I always talk about, is like a masterpiece. Men in Black 1 and 2 are cool. 2's trash. I actually think 3's decent. You like th- Did we see 3 in theaters, or was that 4? Pr- or was 4 international? Yeah, 4 was Smithless. We saw 3 in the theater. Yeah. 3's not great, but it has, you know, they tried. I think I like 2 better than 3. 2's weird. 2 is Johnny Knoxville as like an alien sidecar. Bunch of garbage. But yeah, the... Fucking Knoxville... Will Smith will always be Will Smith. Yeah, definitely. He has <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> well, no, I, I understood what you meant. He he's just in. he has that thing where people get really, really excited just when he's around. He mm. he's like the to me the definition of a, a you could say a movie star, but I mean he had a great TV run too that was basically mm-hmm. what launched him. Yeah, I'd probably be starstruck around anybody, but being around will smith i'd be like holy shit i've only been like like, truly starstruck around a couple of people and he would definitely be one of them Mm. like he'd he'd get you you'd see him and just oh and like if you made him laugh or something that'd be a home run to get an an organic haha out of will smith (laughs) that would be powerful and speaking of people i'd be very starstruck by you know we're gearing up for what could potentially be our biggest review ever next week on the program? Oh, when we go oh, to see yeah, Fast Nine, duh, Fast Nine in the theater, just to get the turkey head salivating for a big one next week. And in the Vin Diesel corner this week, he's saying there could be a Dom Toretto solo movie or prequel in the future. And I say yes to both, to any and all. I mean, obviously. He said that, or he did. Yes, like a quote. He's always just saying anything. He's he throws a saying, lot of lore out there. But, like I was saying earlier, we're gonna see it. Yeah, stop marketing it. Stop. Like I don't want more pop ups and contests and oh, like oh maze style giveaways. Like you can win the car from the third one. Yeah. It's like just just let me use my tickets that I've already purchased. To take as many suits as I can grab. No, no and I want to go and see it. And I'm going to yeah. love it. And I'm going to tell everybody I loved it, regardless of the outcome. Wow. I mean, I'm going to give an unbiased 
legit review. Oh, my review will be a lie. I have a feeling it's going to be a hot one. I actually have high, high hopes for this. I'm thinking it's going to be kind of a mix of like the original and the fifth one. The original and the fifth. Well, the guy who did the bulk of the series is back. James Wan. No, he Who's did the this, other the other guy. We've done this. It's the, we have Justin Lin is the guy who did four, five, six. I think he maybe even did right. Tokyo Drift. Also, we had this exact discussion because I get them mixed up. Yes. because they're both Asian. How dare you? Stop Asian hate. Except for Aquafina, she deserves it. Yes, but uh, I mean the Dom Toretto solo movie or prequel. I'm predicting or I'm imagining like. An Irishman type movie with a CGI aged Lil Dom racing around learning about family and how to drive from his mysterious father that he's alluded to in powerful speeches over the series. I would watch literally anything that comes out of the Fast universe beyond a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Yeah. Which I'd probably watch that too, eventually. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. It'd be a lie if I said I'd never watch it. I mean, you're going to take it in. Me and, um, me and Statham are back. Well, I'm excited about that. It's a lot better than what we have this week. Who knows what the hell we're going to watch this week. But that's that's a big deal. Yeah. We've been psyched about this for over a year. Yeah. Two, three years even, if you think about it. Because it was supposed to be over... It was supposed to be 13 months ago we had tickets to it originally. Yeah. It's basically a family reunion we're going to next week. Yeah. And... My dad is coming with us as well. Big Ank. Wow. A proper so family reunion. That'll be very funny. Family. <sighs> Love to see it. Big Ank is here. Revving that <laughs> How you engine. doing? The movies. Fantastic. Uh, speaking of the movies, Ooh. that would work with literally any story I have. <laughs> yes, uh, save that segue for yeah. later. <laughs> but yes. It's the 25-year... I'm like hiccuping. The 25-year anniversary of the Jim Carrey movie, The Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. Which I saw that. Is to me one of the more underrated comedies of all time. I like how I don't know if you caught it, but Ben Stiller like quote tweeted some sort of story about the 25th anniversary and just wrote no regrets about it because that's a movie people famously like shit on. I don't know why they would. I think it's phenomenal. It's great. It's the kind of movie they don't make anymore. Like the weird like dark comedy that's just. That movie's got so many great bits. Just that Renaissance fair scene alone is like an all timer. The like, duh, 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 duh. Yeah. and then the like the Clarice with the meat on his face. If you have not watched the Cable Guy, I'm not sure where it's streaming. I think I had to buy it, but it's a buy. It holds I think it's up. like ten bucks. I watched it like a year or so ago. It's still got the stuff. An early Leslie Mann performance. Fucking, I'm a fan of hers. She's always very believable in movies. She's good. Yeah, she. I think kind of got swept up with the whole Apatow thing, which how could you not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But I think she would have had a pretty good career without it personally. Cause yeah. I think she's attractive and has a seemingly good sense of humor and yeah. like good timing. No, that's a good call because yeah, obviously he puts her yeah. in all his movies, they're married and have kids, but yeah, she's got enough where she could have survived without that. I bet people yeah. kind of like write her off like, Oh, she's, of course she's in movies. He's making them, but it's like, she's got the stuff. We're big Leslie Mann defenders, I'm learning here on tonight's I like that episode. about us, yeah. yeah. Going to bat for the underdogs that are not underdogs. Yeah. <laughs> like defending Will Smith and Leslie Mann, people that are like <laughs> very much solidified themselves in permanent stardom and success. Look, they need our help. This is, this is what we do. Speaking of that, I, 
like people that do not need help getting some help. Charity Buzz, the like celebrity auction website, is auctioning off. Get this, Instagram follows. Wow. From the Kardashian family, so oh. people are going to pay money to have the various members of the Kardashian family just to follow them on Instagram. That sounds like something that people would pay for. My guess is they follow you, mute you immediately, and then that you're just in their purgatory forever. What do you think? Oh my God, we're like besties now. DM me, bye. You want to guess how much Kris Jenner costs? That's the mother. Um, I mean, I'm going to guess like five grand. Nineteen thousand dollars that was and that's just was what the bids were at it probably went higher yeah like i knew it was going to be more i didn't even want to say five it's like oh yeah my dad pointed that out we were on the couch the other day he was like chris jenner is like follow be getting followed for twenty thousand dollars kid i was like what yeah baby how much am i how much am i going for i didn't caitlin's not on there i think they're uh, kylie jenner's twenty five thousand that's the only other one i wrote down well i'm on cameo if you want to find me there (laughs) yeah baby that's right yeah her cameo is what like five grand yeah, that's right. Caitlyn's? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I am buying a Caitlyn Jenner sign for the front yard, though, because that's great. <laughs> like her running for... Yes, Caitlyn for governor. Lucy said <laughs> I couldn't do it, and I was like, hmm, I think I'm going to do it anyway. That's a good bit. I think everyone would get that that's a bit. I don't know if they'd be offended or not. Can you be offended? I mean, because she's conservative, or is it like I'm making fun of trans people? You tell Someone who's woke, tell me how that's offensive. This guy's got the right idea. I love the chill zone. (laughs) Your Caitlin is on tonight. I wouldn't say shut it off. Do the next story as Caitlin. He's in. The, what is the, oh, the new Scream is finally finished and has a release date of January 14th, 2022. And I hate how this movie is just called Scream. They're making a fifth Scream movie. And they're just like, like this is a whole new franchise. This is like a, you know. Were all four of the other ones directed by Wes Craven, or did he die before the fourth one? He did all four. He did. Okay. Even though it seems like he didn't do the fourth one, just because that one was so weird and bad. I don't remember beyond the second one. The new the guys who did that movie Ready or Not, which was surprisingly decent, are doing the new ones. So is that the one with like the club of people and they kill each other? Yeah. Okay. That was okay. It was a cool movie. But yeah, the, the, this is a whole new franchise. Like, we're starting over. It's like, no, it's a horror movie called Scream about a killer in the ghost mask. And it has <laughs> the three leads from all the other ones. Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and what's his face? David D- Arquette? Yeah. It's like, it's not a new franchise. David Arquette needed this. Yeah. I hate when they're just like, this is a whole new kitten caboodle. It's like, no, it's just another one. Like, calm down. What about another one? And they're like, it's going to reinvigorate everything. It's like, just... Cool your jets. Like, if it's decent, maybe people like it. You'll get to make another one. You don't seem pumped about it. I'm not. At all. I just uh, scream. I could go either way. I mean, Wes Craven's gone. Yeah. The story's kind of cold. It's been, what, 20 years? I love the first three. Yeah. I remember seeing the, speaking of going to the movies with your dad, we saw Scream 3 in the theater. Did we really? Back in like 99 or whenever that came out. Huh. I remember that was one of the like first movies we went to. I remember being like, we got to see Scream 3. <laughs> no one else was really Where did like, we see it? I'm going to say Randolph. Randolph, yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. I think Joey was there with us. Burr? Classic turkey boy fucking 
I maiden voyage. Perhaps. A part of me, I do not miss being a teenager on many levels, mm. but I do miss having sex with underage <laughs> girls. So um. I think that's a great way to get the magic back. <laughs> I was I wasn't even going to do a joke there, but I do I do miss those days where we'd have to like come up with a plan to get to the movies, mm. the movies, the and like movies. get up like one of our parents to take us. And like my dad would some, he, he would he come into the movies with us? I don't, I think he came to see me, myself and Irene with us. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see him sitting through Scream 3. Yeah, that used to be the thing. We'd be like, okay, we got to ride there. And then we'd spend the whole movie like trying to figure out the ride home. I feel like we rode home from the Kingston Mall in the back of your mom's car once, like the way back. At least I was back there. Hmm. Does that sound accurate? Would she allow that? I don't know. I feel like there were so many of us. It was like a seven-person crew. Hi. Like, well, there's so many of us, dude. Yeah, us just rolling like Roll. 12 weeds deep to the movies. <laughs> Going with like 10 people to the movies is the fucking worst. It's like, well, we somehow have to all sit together. It's like, no, we don't. Yeah. How about we pair off or even go by ourselves? Like we don't need to be next to each other. We don't need to take up a whole row. Yeah, it's like, and I, I like to have the the buffers on either side. So let's take up four rows. The homo seat. And really get settled in here. Yeah. But yes, uh, they announced a bunch of new people who are getting stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Do we care about that? Are we interested in stars? If on you the rifle Walk of them fame? off, sure. I mean, Bob Odenkirk's getting one, which I thought was fun. Ricky Gervais, Macaulay Culkin, Jason Momoa—he definitely needed one. Regina King, Tessa Thompson, Ewan McGregor, Willem Dafoe, Salma Hayek, Michael B. Jordan, Carrie Fisher, and Keenan Thompson. <laughs> It used to be much cooler before you find out they have to like pay for it. Uh, I heard they're giving one to that uh, Nipsey Hussle, the rapper that got killed. Ooh, that's fun. <coughs> I know that Guy Fieri has one, so I think they are cool now that I'm thinking about it. Is it covered in mozzarella cheese <laughs> and various sauces? Yeah, people leave like bouquets of like food bouquets all over it at all times. That'd be powerful. Covered with rats. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I like how people smash Donald Trump's star and then they replace it and then people smash it again. I think that's a fun tradition that's begun. I'm the biggest, most beautiful star there's ever been. And I'm terrific. Um, did you watch those? Well, we'll do it in reviews, but Dave is back. I'm excited about that. Yes. I feel like TV is kind of coming back mm. in a way. Like, I feel like they're just going to pop that succession day, date anytime now. Billions, yeah. all my shows. And a fun, or I don't know if it's fun, but a weird thing, like when a, su a new season of something comes out, I'm wondering like, did they film this during COVID? Or with, I like, like thinking about that, it? yeah. Yeah, and I almost don't even want to know, but I'm just, I like that most shows seem to avoid putting that into the storylines, but. A COVID plot line now? I'm at a point please, in my life please. where anything COVID related, I'm like, what? Yeah. We're still doing this? Like I got a notification on my phone today, like do you, letting you know your your phone can now tell you if you've been exposed to anyone who's had COVID. And I'm like, <laughs> just in time, like, just in time <laughs> for me to be fully vaccinated and three months out. Okay, yeah, great, terrific, fantastic. <sighs> I don't know why this voice is back. <sighs> yeah, it's it's enough, frankly. Enough which is the word that we like to use here at the program. <laughs> Um, what else do we have? Kevin Smith has revealed he's writing a new movie with his daughter. More about her, actually, in reviews. She was the, like, third lead in Cruel Summer. 
Uh, oh, yeah. She is chopless. Chopless? Kinda. Fuck. And has a very irritating voice. Not that my voice sounds outstanding today. I feel like a hypocrite saying that, but. Yeah, but <coughs> I mean, Kevin Smith, it's tough to say I'm a fan of because he's been on like a weird run of turkeys lately. And now he's like, I'm my next movie I'm co-writing with my daughter. It's just like, oh. <laughs> Okay, is it gonna be like yoga hosers too? Him like your taint, your brown. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's been poning. Ah, God, I hate that tweet. If you want to get a good shiver, just <laughs> look through Kevin Smith's old tweets. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a ten out of ten. Um, I am a Kevin Smith fan. I've like yeah. listened to it and read his books. I've watched Clerks a hundred times. Yeah, his old movies still hold up. Chasing Amy, Dogma, Mallrats, Clerks, Clerks 2. Um, I liked Red State a lot. I thought it was awesome. It's decent. I liked um, Tusk a lot too. I like how different both of those are for for him. I like when someone tries something way out of their wheelhouse. That felt like a big experimentation for him, and I thought that was cool. So yeah, he seems like a good guy too. Like I, I I get tired of like his... I don't know if kitschiness is the right word, but like with like the, he wears the same hockey jersey for two years and then Mm. he's like, I lost weight. And like his face looks all weird and comic book men sucked, but. Hey man. I don't know. I think he's great. I bet he's a hang. Yeah, I'm still on board. You're right. You're back in. He's in. What's the movie called? Do we know anything about it? I think he just said like they're writing something together and like her dialogue (laughs) for 20 year olds is so much better than mine because she is one or something like that. It is charming. That's like, true, yeah. He's just I feel like I'm like shitting on him for no reason. He's writing a movie with his daughter. It's charming. I'm taking a whole new spin on it. What happened to Positivity Scotty? That's he's back. That's typically the guy. The movie Kevin Smith and his daughter are writing, it's gonna be the greatest movie ever made. Terrific. It's, it's gonna be an eleven out of ten. Can't wait to see it, Kev. Um Are you excited about the Big Mouth spin-off with Christian Slater, Lizzie Kaplan, and Clark Duke? I'm not. I like the three of them. I don't think <laughs> Big Mouth needs like the opposite of a spinoff. They need like less episodes of the main show. They Big don't Mouth have just a- needs an off. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have enough story for one show. I don't want to watch a new show with like new hormone creatures or whatever it's about. Yeah. I mean, as we've said time and time again, I don't recall ever being that out of control with my hormones and my horniness mm. as a kid. Yeah, like it's too one note. Every episode, right. every character's just like, oh my God, I'm going to this pool party and I'm going to like see a boob and I am I need to sing a song about it. It's just like, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Four seasons, they have a goat. That's enough. Don't forget about the special. Yeah. I think there's two specials. Ugh. But yeah, they're just, they're going all in with that, I guess. And I guess people like it. I don't know. I'm just not... I was into it at first. I, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I loved it. First few episodes. I was like, isn't this clever and cute? Yeah. And then I just decided it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. I had a laugh at this NBC Halt's production on Ultimate Slip and Slide amid report, <laughs> amid report of explosive diarrhea outbreak on set. <laughs> and like... What a missed opportunity. Everyone on a slip and slide show is having diarrhea and you're turning the cameras off? Fucking, like, I would have been fucking with my mouth open. Oh, would you have? Yeah. Interesting. That's uh, that's great. <laughs> and how that leaked is also great. One leaked. of the P- one of the PAs, oh, pff, 
Pun intended. Doing bits. One of the PAs is just like, you guys got to get down here for this. There's shit all over the slip and slide. Yeah, like someone like trying to catch their balance, then like having more diarrhea yeah, and mad- slipping down a fucking bunny hill. <laughs> just sliding through their own shit. Oh my God. Please don't air this. NBC. But yeah, if they aired that, that'd be the new number one show on TV. Diarrhea slip and slide. No one knows what they're doing. Diarrhea Jones. Get us in all these like production meetings. We'll we'll transform the whole network. They're not for solid loafs. Um, loafs. What else? Did you see that? Uh, speaking of slip and slides covered in diarrhea, Ooh. rapper Lizzo has declared 2021's summer a big girl summer. Wow. She's trying to steal our boy Chet Hanks's. I guess. I don't know what that is. She's reclaiming the summer? What do you think about that? I mean, Liz, I forgot about Lizzo. Sloth, wrath, pride, lust. When you said declared, I was trying to think of like eclair, like <laughs> her having an eclair. Thing. He's in. <laughs> nice cheap fat joke. I'm I'm in. I mean, you didn't even need to make it a bit. It was just the explanation. I'm there. He gets it. He's laughing. You didn't even need to try. Just like, oh yeah, she's fat. Eclairs are something that a fat person would enjoy. I am a little tired of her confidence. I was chubby, and I worked really hard to not be chubby anymore so that I could feel good about myself. And I don't like people walking around feeling good about themselves with with no effort whatsoever. What about people feeling good as hell? Isn't that her song? <laughs> Make me feel good. I just yeah. think that she needs to fucking try. She has a pretty face. She's super talented. I'm in. It's unhealthy. When are we going to talk about the fact that being 150 pounds overweight is extremely unhealthy? That's a fair take. You know what? Let's spin this into Lizzo. Have you ever heard of Ankfit? Thank you. Dot com. Ankfit.com. Get out get on down there. I'm not the type of trainer who shames people. I'm not. I'm very good at talking to people realistically. I just think that to just never listen to the show, Lizzo. Correct. Never ever listen to this ever. <laughs> and, and and Hank, keep in mind that is not me. That's another guy who comes in here. Yes. That being said, Ankfit.com. I have a new location in Newton, nice and private, Lizzo. Ooh. And everyone who signs up actually gets a free eclair. <laughs> Big one of the large ones that you get in the north end with the stuff inside. It's even better than Planet Fitness. They have like Pizza Friday. You got. Oh, fuck, I hate that place. Eclair Day. I broke my knee, man! And I was kind of floored by the fact that <laughs> the Gerard Butler vehicle Greenland just got a sequel. <laughs> I think I wrote that down too. Greenlit? Greenland too. Yeah, what are they like? We're on the island now, mate, and like we need to figure out how to get to the other island. Yeah, this is, and Greenland wasn't even terrible. It was like a perfectly. I liked it for a Gerard Butler like disaster movie. It's was like as good as it could be. But the fact that it's getting a sequel, I'm just like, what's going on out there? I'm actually amazed at his ability to get sequels made. Everything he does right. is like, this is a franchise now. Like the Has Fallen movies, we're making six of them. How this many were there really? There's Olympus, this White th- House, Down, or what? That's a different thing. Okay, that's but basically <laughs> the same gist. There's three Has Fallens and a fourth one on the way with plans for six, I believe. His ability to get work is astounding. Staggering. He stinks. <laughs> He's not good in anything. What do you mean, mate? I love him. You forget my run of romantic comedies in the arts. That was oh, was truly... Catherine Heigl like hi? 
I heard Where'd s- my career go? I think it was the guys on uh, Blank Check podcast. They talked about how Gerard Butler like dis- helped to completely destroy the romantic comedy genre with like all those turkeys he made. The Heigl one and that, I think there was like a Sandy Bullock one. They have a great take on it. Great podcast. I'm butchering it, but yes. I think that he took a sledgehammer to pretty much every genre. When you really examine his body of work. Yeah, I make make them all my own, mate. Like 300 is a big pile of shit. And people talk about it like it's this awesome movie because it's visually impressive and had an awesome movie trailer. 300 really did have one of the better trailers in history. I think it's a decent movie. Come on. You know, it's got some style. It's got some stuff. It's like a joke now, but at the time, it was dope. There's something weird about 300 that, like, I think it's just because the guys are all in really good shape. That, like, the like the bodybuilding community has taken hold of mm. in terms of like the music and like the outfits <clears throat> and I don't know. Then the gay community as well. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's something there. They're repurposing it. It's back, baby. That is random. Um, what do we have here? They're making another Everest movie with Doug Lyman set to direct. We're big Doug Lyman guys. We are, yeah. I feel like he always comes up. And he's always doing something new. There. This follows the true story of George Mallory, who planned to scale Mount Everest. However, he died during his third expedition. And it's, un- <laughs> <laughs> it's unknown whether he made it to the top. Uh, I'll see that. Doug Lyman loves just like playing darts blind, just throwing it everywhere. Yeah. Like it's like, hey man, pick a lane, yeah. but don't pick a lane. Mm. And this has you and McGregor and Mark Strong. In the Who's cast. Mark Strong again? I've heard his name twice this week. I have no clue who he is. He's the guy who played the villain in like every movie made in the 2010s, in like I Kick Ass and uh, Oh, the bald guy. Yes, he's decent. Sure, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I need to see his face. He's going to, in like Green Lantern, guy. he's the bad guy. Literally everything he's in, he ends up being the villain. He'll probably be the villain in this Everest movie. Somehow. He's like a jacked, He'll... handsome, tall Stanley Tucci. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good description. And he's British. I bet you he, he does just fine with ladies. Also, we shouldn't shortchange Tucci. I think Tucci's... I can't remember what I saw this guy in. I'm looking at his movies. The movies. The movies. And there's nothing on here that I remember. Oh, The Day Hitler Died, a TV movie documentary. It's got to be that. (laughs) Also, Hitler is alive and well. Wow. That's a Breaking news. How do we feel about the survival genre as a whole? I don't think I saw like the, in the original. Woods and like your. Yeah. I don't think I saw the original Everest movie. That one with Ethan Hawke. Or no, Alive, the one about oh, the... the soccer team? Yeah. Did you see that? No, but I know it exists. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're okay. I'm more of like a vertical limit guy. <laughs> that I see oh. silly like Bill Paxton fucking Robin Tunney vehicle. That had some stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of decent survival type... River runs through it. No, um, River, River Wild. Yes. Is a good one. That's not really survival, though. They're running away from bad guys. That's not exactly the same thing. It's just the elements are involved. The gray is surprisingly (laughs) decent. Buddy, buddy. The good gray. It's probably the best of the Liam Neeson like resurgence. I actually really like the gray. I saw that in the theaters. Yeah, that's a cool movie that has a bunch of gritty like survival stuff. I can't think of a single survival movie that I like. 
buried with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, that uh, 127 hours? That was decent. Even sure. James Franco's canceled, so that movie's probably... Uh, he's still. I'm still on Team Franco. Ooh. I'm putting him in the Chris D'Elia camp where I'm like, I'm not a huge fan, but I'm still there. <laughs> he's back. And I saw that Zoe Kravitz is set to make her directorial debut with a movie called Pussy Island. Which will star... She rules, so I'll see that. Which will star Channing Tatum. He's all right. The film follows a young waitress who infiltrates a tech mogul's gathering on his private island, but soon finds out the terrifying truth behind the island. Fucking pussy island sounds like where I fucking fucking live and shit, bro. Fucking, we have a permanent residence there. Fucking all the pussy we got, right, my man? Totally fucking sick and shit. Fucking... Did you? Uh, we can't fucking both be fucking guy. It doesn't work. Yeah, we need the straight man. Fucking. I, every time we do that, I'm like, uh, where's fucking, the guy to go? I'm sorry. What was that? And, fucking uh, like, ask me about Pussy Island, bro. You gotta do better than that. But yeah, that sounds like a movie that'll be fun. I like her a lot. I watched every episode of the uh, Hulu on FX uh high fidelity television show that nobody cared about i watched it too thought it was decent i liked her i like just think she's great so i'm in she's good can i do my birthdays real quick i only have two please which is a short one but i will still play the birthday music birthday and boy. uh two friends of the show this week uh actor captain america actor chris evans oh is 40 40 and friend of the show, Donald Trump, former U.S. president, is 75. Terrific. I'm 75 years young. Terrific. Wow, 75. That he is, is crisp. Still younger me. than current sitting president, Joe Biden. Oh, come on, man. Why you got to wrestle me into this? I, God damn. I also had a couple of deaths. I'm going to rifle off some, oh, God damn. some important ones. Hopefully not me. Who's down this? Porn star Dakota Sky. Oh, goddamn. Heidi Ferrer, a writer for Dawson's Creek, had COVID for a year and then committed suicide. <laughs> That's fucked up. She went mad, I guess. Wow. Uh, and daredevil Alex Harville attempted a world record jump and smashed into a mountain and is dead. Wow. I mean, that'll happen to daredevils. Yeah. From time to time, I would imagine. There's a video of it where the whole crowd goes, oh, it's like far away and not great. And it looks Ooh. like it's, it looked, what I'm confused about is it's a really, really big jump, but then it looks like he lands on sand. But it's like, why would that kill him? But I guess the jump was so big that dead. Honey, take a good picture. I'm dead. He did not fall down the stairs and break his Electronon. He died. So wow. rest in peace to those three important Hollywood movers and shakers. Uh, you will be missed. Yeah, I don't think Hollywood will be the same ever again, losing those three A-list golden stars. I bet they all had (laughs) stars on the Walk of Fame. (laughs) Scotty Callback. Um, Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz have been cast in Todd Salons' new movie, Love Child. Got me. Todd Salons. Wow, really? I didn't know he had a new movie. That's like legit exciting. He's... um, Friend of the show. He hasn't made a movie in at least a handful of years. I think Dark Horse in 2015 was yeah. his last one. Oh, no, no. Life During Wartime came out a year later. But if you're not familiar, 
I can't recommend the movie Happiness enough. It's a it's a must see, and has a huge framed poster of it down here in the chill zone. I'm looking at it, and I'm wanting to rewatch it because it's a great movie. I would obviously watch that tonight. That's a movie like The Cable Guy. Well, way darker, but like a dark comedy that's like legit dark and legit funny. And yeah, like they the somehow make you empathize with slightly and laugh at or with i guess laugh at with a child molester which is like impossible to pull off but they do it he's one of those guys who all his movies when you're watching you're just like no one else is making movies like this like his movies are totally like of of a happiness never has streamed anywhere i have the dvd I fully endorse going on eBay and buying the D. It's probably on Amazon, to be honest. I think that's where I bought mine. That movie's too weird to ever be streaming on everything. Everyone's just like, no thanks. This movie's like a lot. It's like short bus. And Welcome to the Dollhouse is pretty good. Storytelling's pretty good. I I legitimately enjoy all of them. Yeah. But his new movie says it will follow a precocious child who schemes to rid himself of his brutish father so he can have his mother all to himself. Sounds like a weird, fucked up premise that he'll get some wacky stuff out of. Yeah. I love his stuff. Yeah. I big I like that he doesn't make a ton of movies, but at the same time, I wish there were more. Mm. And, and Ben Affleck and J-Lo still going strong. The... Did you see that video of them? They were like making out at some dinner, and then some kid came over with a phone and like interrupted them. And Affleck made a funny face because everything he does is cool. Oh, is that that meme? The face? Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's uh, he's, on, the, he's the best. Yeah. Any Affleck news is very. He really important. is the best. Like whatever he does, I'm in. Yes. Um, can we take a second to talk about Howard Stern? Ooh. That's terrific. Uh, he had a really not that great couple of months, year even, of shows. And I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, hello, Coco. I'm at a point where I'm like, have I become one of those ladies in the 90s who would listen to Howard waiting to see what he would say next because I dislike him this much? Mm. It's as if he's going out of his way to make content I hate. The, like The other day he argued with a caller for about 25 minutes about – whether or not they were going to get the COVID vaccine, COVID nineteen vaccine, Ooh. that was his content for like the bulk of an hour. Yeah, these days I barely listen anymore. And I used to love, I used to love listening to Howard so much. I would sometimes listen to episodes like twice, like a three hour show. Like, yeah. Let me let me just run that back. That was great. And now I comb through. They have like a list of what he talks about and. I normally like go through and I'm just like, I don't want to hear him talk about that. I don't want to hear this. Like it all just stinks. It stinks. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, just, it's, and it made me sad the other day. Like I had a moment. I was just like, this is just not good anymore. And it's like, it, for me, it's reflexive at this point, especially with the Alexa devices. I just say, Alexa, play Howard 100. <laughs> and then Howard's playing. And I put Howard on my serious app on the phone. And I literally drove across America listening to, and I would wake up every morning at the hotel and get in the car. And it would be like, you know, 8 a.m. mid central time, but Howard would be coming on in the East Coast or whatever. Mm. And I would listen to Howard as I drove live on my Sirius on the, on the, in the car. And it was like he was, and my dad and I would listen to Howard together at the bus stop in the car. Ooh. 
it was just like a special thing for me. And I remember like, remember the days when like he would be about to renew and we'd be sitting by our phones, yeah. like with bated breath, just with every minute, like if he doesn't renew, I'm going to kill myself. And like anymore. now it's like when he renewed, did he renew this last fall? Yes. I was kind of just indifferent. Yeah. Of course I was happy about it. Cause I'm like, it is Howard fine, but. It would be weird if he was gone, but yeah, I really don't care like I used to at all. No. And it's just... Bums me out. And it's like, I need something else to listen to because Opie and Anthony's gone. It's Jim and Sam now, and they're not great. Yeah. As much as I enjoy Jimmy, I just... I don't know. I, I, I'm i not always in the mood for a podcast. Like, a lot of the time, I'd like to listen to, like, a formatted radio show with some longevity yeah. to it. He's one of those guys... I like when he's, like, doing a bit, when he has, like, the funny guys in the studio, and they're yeah. like, oh, we're, like, doing a thing. Because these days... Him just like going off the cuff, he just complains endlessly. Yes. And it's like, I don't want to listen to you go on and on about like how annoying everything is to you, the richest dude on earth who hasn't left his house in over a year, who's finding ways to complain about people, even though you haven't seen one in the flesh in a lifetime. It's just like, enough. He, I literally listen to it and like get mad. Yeah, it's, and then it's, I'm like, what am I doing it's listening to this? Yes. Him just like, I don't know what to tell you. But just, enough with Howard. Also, yeah. he, he had fucking James Corden on the other day. It's that like, that hey, was the next thing I was going to bring up. It's yeah. like, are you trying to fucking drive me insane? Yeah, he's trying to get to us. Like, it's I just could, a fucking bummer, man. I couldn't even touch that. I was like, I'm not even going to listen to this. It only, couldn't touch it. Only rile me up. And what else do we have? We're going to go to the sports corner real quick. Sure. Just get it out of the way. I got actually a couple of sports news things. Good. Let's, uh, let's hit some fucking dingers. I got a Fenway Frank right here. All right, men. Speaking of Fenway Franks. Kid, I got my Fenway Frank in my hand. Unzip those flies. Get those dicks out. Done. All right, men. This week, we had a boxing game <laughs> with former celebrity Aaron Carter oh. against former basketball player Lamar Odom. Wow. Lamar Odom knocked Aaron Carter out almost immediately, and the video is hilarious. Aaron Carter hilarious. looks like an aging meth addict. Probably because he, he is. I was going to say, <laughs> and he is. Also, Floyd Mayweather's home was robbed, wow. and he's offering a $100,000 reward for information about the robbers and return of his belongings. See you next time for more dicks. Wow. That's amazing that... Floyd Mayweather and the Vine guy had a boxing match, and then, like, everyone in the world got swept up in it. Aaron Carter and whoever you just said boxed. Lamar Odom. I didn't even hear about this. It was much funnier. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like it might be. Much more illegitimate, too. Like, like Lamar Odom, or I'm sorry, uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather were both, like, jacked out of their minds, like, ready for the fight in shape. And Mm. it was, like, an actual... Like, it was a stupid fight, but it was at least sort of real. Lamar Odom was kind of just pushing uh, Aaron Carter around. Mm. And Aaron Carter Carter truly does look like he should have been in the Florida Project. Like, he just looks dead. Everybody's looking for Amanda. He has, like, that physique. He just... He really does look awful. And he was a good-looking kid for, I don't know, a while. And his brother, too. And I mean, I don't know. He had that one cut that you liked to play a lot back in the day. Aaron's party, parentheses, yes. come and get it. <laughs> that was like your party jam. Imagine this <laughs> coming on at a big party with like 80 people at it. Yes. No one is psyched at all. 
you doing like your dance routine in the cut. I miss uh, losing all of my self-respect and just sliding across the floor with like a tacky Macy's button down, undone all the way to the gut. You're just killing the party, doing like a the landlord from Big Lebowski routine <laughs> in the middle of a, an actual party. I'll be there, man. My cycle. Oh, yeah, it's cycle. I thought the routine. Ha ha. Have a good time. What a dumb song that is. So yeah, he's probably going to die soon. Maybe I'll add him to the death pool after Bam Margera finally kills himself. It feels like they're just like slowly but surely getting back to Celebrity Deathmatch being rebooted. But speaking of Bam, you just mentioned, I don't know if you saw this little nugget, the director of Jackass 4, who did all the other ones, Jeff Tremaine, granted a three-year restraining order against Bam Margera. Citing... We're so buried in our phones. In addition to threatening messages, Tremaine claims Margera called his colleague and claimed that he has powers of a wizard and can create and strike lightning while speaking at times using numbers instead of English and rapping in a language that he made up. So Bam's doing great. (laughs) He's like killing it. He's back. He's how about how he uh he direct messaged him or I guess it was texts he sent the n word and then posted it and it went viral within seconds and then he deleted it dude fucking April and Phil fucking just dropping n bombs like dude what are you doing fucking Don Vito made me post that dude I love Fuck your Bam dude. impression who <laughs> I like I need him in the ground I've had it I'm tired of the stories like I'd get a restraining order against him immediately if I were Jeff Tremaine he should bring his reality show back now this is the I want to see what he's up to in like a Viva La Bam type setting now more than ever yeah I would enjoy that as well and it's also funny how or it's impressive how more of the jackass guys haven't had complete unwindings like Bam has. Like most of them are just normal, like sober guys now with families. Whereas Bam's like rapping in a language he made up and like fucking getting restraining orders Which from is all his friends. Pretty it's- much exactly uh, the the part the part that you put in there was the sober part. Mm. It's like these guys were all obviously very fucked up yeah. twenty five years ago. They figured it out. Like Steve O figured it out. Yeah, it's funny that Steve O's like a normal guy. He's like, yeah, I, I do stand up comedy now. Like, I'm just kind of a dude. He still does the stunts, but it's like, Steve O, like, we know your heart's not even in it. Like, you're taping yourself to a billboard. Like, try doing, like, doing that sober oh, yeah, must I suck. About that. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other guys had his house uh, robbed the other day. Well, they robbed a package. Ooh. I forget the guy's name. Titus, maybe. No. Uh, Pontus. Pontus. The Pontius Pilate. Dude, fucking Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius, yeah. He, somebody, they robbed the package off his front steps, and then he, it's all on his ring camera, and he Ooh. goes running after them and does not catch them, but it's still pretty funny. Interesting. I missed that somehow. But yeah, the, we'll see how this shakes out with Bam. He's always up to something fucked up. Absurd. Speaking of fucked up, Harvey Weinstein is being extradited to Los Angeles despite his lawyer saying that he needs to stay in the facility he's at in Buffalo due to his health problems, like his micro penis, and I believe he has a skin condition. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, I love to hear anything about him not, not having a goo. Yeah, agreed. He's also being charged with 11 counts of sexual assault. 
Please, 11. please, that's too many counts, please. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. <laughs> Saying that to like a judge. Good riddance. Get him out of here. And did you watch that trailer for that Nicolas Cage movie, Pig? You bet I did. It looks awesome. It does. We've talked before. Cage is in like a, a good sweet spot right yeah. now. Where like for a while he was making straight to video Bruce Willis type turkeys, but now he's making like classier like A twenty four type like weird interesting looking like Mandy. Yeah, my Mandy. Oh wow, off to Mandy's. Yeah, like he's I don't know. Cage is like he's kind of figuring it out. I don't want to get ahead of things, but he's on a decent run right now. In this new movie, he embarks on a soul. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland was was a home run. Ooh. But yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. This, uh, what is this? He embarks on a soul-searching mission to find his kidnapped pig in this new movie. And like, you can, you can just imagine it from there. Him like, all frazzled. Like, oh, where's my pig? Oh, what the fuck? So it's basically this guy's directorial debut beyond television. I've never heard of him, the director, Michael Sarnoski. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the I only saw like the trailer for the trailer, like a quick little thing. I forgot to watch the whole thing. Alex Wolf is in this too, because the Wolf brothers sort of get their mitts on everything. Ooh. I like them though. They're workers. Yeah. That'll that'll do, pig. <laughs> I bet he drops that at some point in this movie. And I'll cheer in the theater. Uh, did you see that Doug Ellen liked one of my comments on Instagram? <laughs> Doug Ellen, the creator of Entourage and a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see that, and I was seething with jealousy at the fact that I didn't get a Doug Ellen like. He's responded to my DMs and liked my comments before. He's fairly active on there and will get back to you if you want to get in there. Actually, the way he posts about stuff, he's always reposting like random stuff about like, like tell HBO you want them to reboot Entourage, doing all this stuff in a way where it's like, this doesn't seem like the way you should go about it. Yeah. Not that I have any idea, but he's just like. That doesn't seem like a way to get things done, no. Yeah. He does it in like a very lame way where it's like, let's get it going, guys. Oh, and it's just like, uh, why don't you just like fucking make a meeting with the head honchos and be like, I got a great idea. Everybody's back. That's it. Let's go. They'd probably green light it. Yeah. HBO Max has a lot of room to grow right now. Like exactly. they, uh, There's no reason for them to not take a show that did very well and they made a bomb movie out of it. Yeah. Not bomb in a good way. Like they used to say in the early 2000s, like it bombed. Wow. And I actually just got some breaking news from friend of the show, Brian, in a text. Brian! Brian has revealed that Patty Pantsuit, the love of my life, oh, no. who used to work at the Hanover Movie Theater, which closed recently, has resurfaced at the Patriot Cinemas in Hingham. Where the fuck is he, you fucking cunt? Which is conveniently located wow. next to a Wahlburgers. So pretty soon, I'm going to go pick her up over there, take her to Wahlburgers, and we're going to have a time. This is like the biggest... Inside enough news, yeah. basically in history. Yeah, for the fans, this is a woman who <laughs> she used to like manage the Hanover Theater, which was my home court for years. So I'd, basically, every time I went there, she would be there, and I feel like she disliked me, but I'd always try to like do something bidwise. You got that vibe? I did. 
And I'm pretty sure she like caught us sneaking into a movie once. I'm oh, I, I was like a criminal in her eyes, probably. But I like to call her Patty Pantsuit. I don't know what her actual name is, and I love that she's surviving. And I can go uh, put the moves on her at the Wahlburgers location. What was Brian doing at the Patriot Cinema in Hingham? It's not really a great theater. What was playing there? Was he seeing uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard yeah. early in a nice matinee? I hope so. Not- I think we would just only see her like in the middle of the day on a Friday afternoon when we were high as fuck. And it would just be uncomfortable in general. And a lot of the time yeah. we would laugh in her face. Yes. Because I'd say like pantsuit and then you'd have like a <laughs> patty. Those are the days before you had to like just show your phone and get in. You'd have to like have the transaction with the cashier. Because oh, yeah. your phone had snake on it and that was it. But yeah, that's that was exciting. That's great. I'm like, I'll that's charge great news, to yeah. sharing this news. Mark me down. I am down. Um, hey, do you have any more news? Maybe we uh, take a break. That's it for me. I could use a little break. Yeah. Seems dope. Folks. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Oops. Folks, we're back from uh, the theater. We changed our mind, went to see the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. And boy, are we glad we did. Yeah, probably the best movie we've ever seen. Eating my words. Yes. Eating them. So go see it. Yes. And try to find the theater with the most expensive tickets that you can, because it's worth it. We're back, Maybe see it twice. Buy both tickets in advance. (laughs) Folks, we didn't actually do that. We're not that fucked up. Please don't go see that movie. It doesn't deserve anyone's dollars. The bones are their money. But speaking of dollars, here's a movie that you can buy on Amazon for one dollar. One dollar. A little picture called Psycho Goreman. Mm. Funny we, title. Yes. It you know, drew us in. And this was like a cheesy, campy, old school, uh, old school horror movie type deal. Mm. The, I got a little summary here. After unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. It was an uncut gem. Ooh. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to make the biggest score of my lifetime. That would have been fun if Sandman <laughs> popped up in this. How you doing, kids? Uh, it was it was fun. I mean, I'll never watch it again. Yeah, the but it was fun. I'm glad I own it for 99 cents for the rest of time. The main bit or the main guy, Psycho Gorman, is he's like a Power Rangers villain who has a very he's like, hello, children, I'm going to take over Earth and watch the trailer. To just get a taste, because that's what it is. Yeah, I can't do the voice, but it's one of those things where if like less talented people made this movie, you'd be like, oh, this sucks, but they nailed it like tone-wise. And it's one of those movies, it felt rated R and PG at like the same time. Which I like. If that makes any sense. We just, is his voice in the trailer at all? I don't feel like we, get, we need a snippet of it real quick. Yeah, definitely. 
if he were ever to he's, be released, he's charming. It would spell certain doom for all existence. The turkey boys are here. I smell. Your planet will be torn to pieces. And I will Mimi, look! Is this yours? So yeah, it's it's that's the voice. It's yeah. just like a silly, like auto-tuned, deep voice. And that's the vibe. He's like, I'm gonna take over the world. And then the kids are like, um, no, we're gonna go do this and that. And it's like a fun, campy kind of time. It reminded me a lot of Terminator 2 at times, like when he was like teaching him to say the girl was teaching him to say friggin' and, mm. and like when he was mad at somebody, like kind of like the because you can't like yeah. that scene with Terminator with John Connor teaching T2 how to talk. I know now why you cry. Exactly. And then also Suburban Commando, which if you're listening, brother. I feel like Brian remembers this movie and that's it. <laughs> Check this think? movie out, brother. It's Hulk Hogan as like an alien from space, like total fish out of water, yeah. taken under the wing of two children, just like this. So this movie has a lot of bones of... Like that, like trauma world where mm. it's just like campy, gory, over the top, visual effect heavy, tr- like but they horror, also, but then like they, substance. They use a lot of practical effects, which I mm. appreciate. You can tell they had like a low budget, but they got a lot of good stuff out of. Not a lot of CGI, yeah. Yeah. What was I going to say? I had a thing and I just completely fucking farted out on it. Hmm. Uh, the, the runtime was quick. Yes. Wasn't too long. Nice hour and a half ish. Mm. Um, I believe it's probably on shutter. It it's is a shutter it's original. Shutter so I canceled my shutter. So that's what I get. And I have to pay the dollar now. How Heavy fee. I also bought like three other five ninety nine or four ninety nine movies while on the break. Mm. We had some trouble <laughs> coming across a movie, but I actually had this movie on a list for, whatever reason i don't even know where i heard about it but it was fun Mm. i'm gonna say we both kind of came to the agreement of three out of five stars on letterboxd yeah which is about as strong as it's gonna be it's like a little movie that could type deal Mm. i was like oh look at how much good stuff they got out of a clearly low budget one thing i will say the main girl was a distractingly bad actor she kind of brought the proceedings down for me she wasn't good. Yeah, kid acting is tough. Yes. All I ask is that they're passable. She was like, I could like see her like being given the lines off screen, kind of. It was just like rough. Mm. But what can you do? She was like seven. She probably gave it her all as I skewer her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think I would have been any better at her age, but there are some kids who nail it. And I'm thinking the only one off the top of my head that I can think of is Haley Joel Osment. Oh, but H- other, H-J-O. Than, other than HJO. Friend of the show. I guess like I'm looking at the Tenenbaum kids. They yeah. nailed it. Okay. it. It happens, but most kids suck. Yeah. But and if it's you like, distracting. If you like cheesy horror movies, I say check out Psycho Goldman. I enjoyed it. Hmm. What else do we watch this week, Ray? <laughs> um, Dave is back, as I mentioned, on Hulu on FX. He's or back. FX on Hulu. Yes. Uh, which, if those who are not familiar, the rapper Little Dicky, whose real name escapes me, has created a show about himself, but like not exactly. It's sort of not real stories, but... I'd almost describe it as like a 
Curb Your Enthusiasm type show, but yeah. it's about a white rapper. I'm gonna say. And the joke isn't that he's like bad. He's actually good. Right. He's not. It's not like a Jamie Kennedy Malibu's Most Wanted type situation. No, the joke is that he's insecure. Yeah. And that, like Larry David, he has a lot of pratfall type situations where, like, mm. in the first season, like he got a milking table like in porn to have his girlfriend like lay under the table and masturbate him and then like his buddies opened up the garage and he had his penis through a hole in the table which they'd already Classic. touched on him having a mangled penis from like a botched surgery in childhood it's mm. like little stuff like that that gets like they brought the mangled Lil penis Dickie. stuff back yeah so it's funny i really liked it i thought the first and second episode actually were like intense yeah, the they, were, season? they were very anxiety-inducing because yeah. he's like on tour trying to make all these things happen and they give him like a writer's block arc. It's good, though. I feel like nobody watches this show. It's one of the best out there. It's sort of like Atlanta for white people, even though there are, is a black cast member or two. It just has that same... It has the trimmings of Atlanta where it's like there's the producer or the manager, I guess, and then the artist, and then they all kind of hang out together. Yeah. And that's and it's like a, a whole crew and just stuff. And you could tell they're really good friends, but they also kind of hate each other, which is sort yeah. of how any big group of friends is. It had a very relatable scene. He gets like too high, and he's trying to write these rap lyrics, and then like he storms by his friend complaining about something, and he goes, you're too high again, aren't you? <laughs> like he knows exactly what's going on without even... <laughs> A case of the two toasties. It's a classic. And also there was that scene where Kendall Jenner and right. Justin Bieber's wife play Haley. themselves. That was a good scene. I had to look it up on IMDb. I was like, is that Kendall Jenner? I was like, it looks exactly like her, but I'm I've never I don't think I've ever seen her moving around before. Yeah. I've that, only seen paparazzi photos. That other girl, Kendall Jenner, like Dave thinks he could have sex with you, and she's like, like it was a good bit. I think they're friends friends in real life because Bieber did his song and Kendall Jenner was in it too. Yeah. That's why it makes the show funnier. Right. They portray him as like something of a loser and he's surrounded by all these celebs. Great show. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. And it's nice to have, like I said, I feel like TV's kind of back or coming yeah. back at least. While we're in the TV zone, let's talk about some other shows we checked out this week, like the iCarly reboot on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Cue that piping hot iCarly theme song. Boy, do I dislike right here. the oldest guy. Wait, oh, what's his her face? brother? Yeah, yeah. He he's okay. I like how he's trying. Jerry something. Jerry Trainer. There it is. Got it. Jerry yeah. Trainer. There was actually a news story where he promised that there will be quote unquote sexual situations in the reboot. People were like, what's going to go on on this new iCarly? Is this. He's going to gape himself and <laughs> shit all over the living room. Uh, episode three spoilers. Big folks. torn open ass. My God. Nice big. You have a history with iCarly. You I do, yeah. I used to watch it in rehab, actually, is where, like, we had limited channels. And I believe iCarly was one of the, we got Nickelodeon or whatever, Disney Channel. And that was it. It was like this and, like, 
I don't even know when they gave us TV time or when I had time to just select what I was watching because I feel like you have to share everything in rehab and it's a nightmare. Yeah, I'm imagining you like bickering with a Bam Margera type because <laughs> it's like, I want to watch iCarly. It's my TV time. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to put it on whatever I want. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, good time. That's yeah. good. I was waiting for you to get it. I was like, oh, I didn't get it. Fuck. <laughs> He's in. I could put it on anything. But yeah, I was going into this iCarly reboot relatively fresh. I uh, kind of remember the old show, but I didn't really watch it. You don't really it. need it to 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 pick up. They like yeah. they did that thing that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he got rich, and I went here and here, and then this happened. And then they yeah. just immediately run out, write Jeanette McCurdy out in seconds because she has a whole thing where she says she's disgusted by herself on iCarly Mm. and her acting career in general and she wants nothing to do with it and like is out and passed which which is fucking nuts yeah she's missed on the show she was one of the highlights she was like the funny friend she brought most of the laughs remember those nudes that leaked i'm winking you guys can't see that with her big and heavies she was part of uh the fappening I, of course, would never look at such items. Fucking. Because I'm a class act. Fappening. Fucking. Sorry? Nothing. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was microfeedback. Yeah, that's something, <laughs> something weird. Um, but yeah, the show's kind of like ahead of its time. It's her as a YouTuber, basically, just like doing a wacky show with all her sidecars. And Miranda Cosgrove is iCarly. And the cool part about it now is like she was hot when she was 12, right? But now we're allowed to be into it because Miranda Cosgrove (laughs) is like a grown woman now. And now we can finally say this on the record. And we can say it on air and it's not a big deal. And there's literally nothing bad that can happen. Oh, Oh boy. Miranda Cosgrove. Wow, what a curveball. I really appreciate you coming to visit me in prison, Miranda. Do you think that... Uh, her and you are linked because the, her last name starts with a cause. I, Is that what's going on here, Mr. Cosby? I'm about to put my last name into her booty. Wow. That's... Did you get it? I, I guess I do, Bill. Forcefully. <laughs> oh, no. He's afraid of this. Bill, have you been watching the iCarly reboot? Do you have Paramount Plus in prison? I Pu-pu-pu. I have my own TV in my cell, and it, it's, it only gets the Cosby show, okay. which I'm okay with. Okay, so you're just recapturing or rewatching your glory days in prison. Bill, uh, Bill rushed out of here quick. That was a bit of an Irish goodbye. <laughs> that was a, a blink and you missed it, Cosby appearance. Babble, yeah. <laughs> babble. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna finish iCarly tomorrow. I begrudgingly pretended, at least fake begrudgingly, was like, oh fuck, iCarly, great. And then I was like, yes. Yeah, it was. Lucy it refused was to watch with me. I was embarrassed earlier when Lucy was like, wait, you actually watched that to me? And I was like, well, yeah, like, you know, for the show, it's, it's like a bit. It was. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like joking. Yeah, I was immediately like, fuck. <laughs> Listen, LD, if, LD if you're listening, you're not cool. Wow. So don't try to pretend in the kitchen <laughs> that you are, because I bet you up those two floors upstairs, you've got something really dumb on the TV. Hmm. Actually, it's Handmaid's Tale, which is like kind of classy. I'd rather watch iCarly. I would too. Yeah, much more A story about uh, a woman being oppressed that has like a lot of symbolism to it. You're talking about iCarly, right? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) You know, coming of age. Mm. And yeah, like we were saying earlier, it's still... 
even though she's grown up now, it's still very much the same show. It's like a cheese ball Disney type show. Almost everything that any character says gets a roaring laugh track. And it's, you know, it's a goof. But- I'm kind of pro laugh track and everyone always balks when I say that and like is shocked, but like it depends on the show. Something like this, it needs it. Like That's without right. it, you'd be like, oh, this is like even like The Office could have done a laugh track in my mind. <laughs> like, I don't think comedy sitcoms sans laugh, sans laugh track makes sense. I just don't. Let's make a version of The Office where it's us laughing over like Jim looking to the camera. Oh, Jim, he did it again. <laughs> us, us just like. <laughs> <laughs> like a nice cackle track beyond the laugh track. He's in. But yeah, I mean, iCarly, it's back. Get in there. We're on board. Miranda Cosgrove's still got it. (laughs) And let's just keep the TV train roaring. We're TV guys. We're TV guys this week. Blind Spotting. What do you think so far? The new Stars series. Gonna be a big star. This is based on a movie that came out a couple years ago. Mm. And I... The movie was okay. I didn't love it. I think I like the show better than the movie already, just based off this one episode. They're kind of the same thing, but maybe it's more formatted for television. And one of the guys from the movie isn't in the show, or at least not yet. David Diggs? Yeah. I know, because he's involved behind the scenes. I don't know if his character is going to pop up in the series. He must. I don't know. I don't know I feel like something happened. They introduced new characters. Yeah. Like Helen Hunt. (laughs) Helen Hunt. Yeah, she was. They introduced her dancing, and she plays like a wacky surrogate mom to this wacky cast of characters. I hadn't seen her in anything in a while. She was good. Mm. I was remembering that she has chops and an Academy Award for her. For as good as it gets? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he I'm won like, too. I'm like trying to think of a Jack line from that that isn't. Uh, there's juice at my me table. Buy a jacket, and they let you in in this house dress. That's maybe the best. I'm using of the my word life. hate about pills. Yeah, but this that show was pretty good. No, like my the, like stuffy nose. I'm in. The main guy like gets arrested, and then it explores his girlfriend trying to like keep things afloat while he's in jail, living with Helen Hunt and his wacky sister in law, or something in law. I'm down. I'm digging the show, especially. Yeah, for, it's enjoyable. It's breezy. It's like 24 minutes. Yeah, especially for a stars series. For a star show, I'm like, this is an 11 out of 10, like must see, appointment television type deal. And I really liked. I don't know if you noticed at the beginning the title sequence. It's just like a movie theater, that no, it lights up. That. It lit up and like said the title of the show blind spotting like where the name of the theater would be and then on the marquee it was episode one and then the title it was just like a very cool simple title sequence that really caught scotty's eye when is the do they they release these on saturdays or sundays yes we get a new one my dad and i tried to watch this and he had me shut it he's like i hate this kid shut it (laughs) And then I went back and finished it solo, but I thought that was pretty funny in the moment. Yeah. him It's just like not in his Q zone at all. He's a 69-year-old man almost. And 
I think like just the dialect alone, he was just lost. No idea what they were even saying. Yeah. So just done. That's fair. Yeah, that's blind spotting on stars. It's just getting going. Speaking of stuff that's not for you, I'm going to sneak in real quick just because it's new In the Heights. The new Lin-Manuel Miranda work. You sucked his dick! That he's just like getting cancelled for because he wasn't uh, woke enough in some sort of regard. I don't even know. You can act like a man! But yeah, this is like the big musical. I don't hate musicals. I like the idea of enjoying a musical. But this one was i mean no good it actually the first song in the movie i was like this is kind of a toe tapper maybe i'm gonna dig this movie was it in the heights it probably was probably that opening one but it just like goes on and on and there's too many songs there's like 30 musical sequences i got jimmy smith's in there like talk singing doing that thing where he's like i guess i'm singing too just because everyone is I think this I'd is be the one a- I in agony if I had to see this on Broadway. Yeah, and and you know it's coming. Yeah, like, and some of the you know dance numbers or whatever you call it. It's like, oh, look at this! Like, this must have been a. It's impressive, like choreography wise. It's like I, got, wow. I gotta shut this off. Oh yeah, I can't I, believe Jesus it lasted that long. <laughs> I felt like the fans would like a little taste of it, but fuck. Take a stand. But, you know, it's impressive here and there. But watching it, it felt like it was three days long. I was just like sitting there like, geez, you got another song in you? You're singing again? You've seen Lin-Manuel Miranda rapping about equality, right? Oh, with yeah. with Emma Watson. I don't think he's, he's never doing anything but that. That's like. Those who haven't seen it, it's if you're ready to cringe and maybe you're feeling nauseous and you want to finish the job and throw up, mm. it's on YouTube. Just search Lin-Manuel Miranda, Emma Watson, it'll come up. It's them like in a room, just like a green screen or a green room somewhere, freestyling together. She's beatboxing as he freestyles about like wage equality and like men and women. And I've seen him do something similar with Jimmy Fallon. God damn it. Similar douche chills. Oh, fuck. I hate that. Yeah. Who cares, man? Shut the fuck up. God. I'm going to be classy and just say this movie was not for me. If no? If you're a musical person, give it a go. You might love it. People seem to dig it. Like on Letterboxd, I, I opened it up to file away a nice two-star review. And I was looking at everyone. I was like, four and a half? Four, four and, a- and a half. Yeah. People on Letterboxd are, wait. And for those that don't know, Letterboxd is a movie review app where you can, like, it's social network for movie geeks and you mm. can literally log all the movies that you watch. I just hit number 201, counting Psycho Goreman. Ooh. Um, that, but people on Letterboxd are overly positive about everything. Like, do you think the director's going to see your review? It's either one way or the other. But it, that always gives me a laugh. I'm about to file a review, then I see everyone else's reviews that are like drastically different than mine and for a second i'm like wait a tick but i stick to my guns baby and give it a cunty i bet i'd give it a half star what do you think in in the heights yes yeah that's that's, like that's got a me half star all over it that sounds about right oh hey tuna making the rounds and i'm gonna sneak in one more because it just came out today on disney plus 
And it's actually not playing in theaters. They're not doing the in theaters and on Disney Plus for $30 thing. This one you can just watch for free if you have Disney Plus. The new Pixar movie, Luca, which is, you know, like most of their stuff, a delightful little animated movie. This one's about a sea creature who, when he comes out of the water, he becomes a boy. He goes on a wacky adventure to find a Vespa so he doesn't have to live in the deep with his weird turtle uncle. You know, it's a kid's movie, mm. but it was enjoyable. What did you and, like about it? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I like how you mentioned it and you didn't even like it. Like, some, sometimes we'll be like, oh, yeah, we should, we should get in there, but mm. didn't even bother. I mean, fans might be wondering, did this kid's movie make Scotty cry? It did, didn't it? Oh, yeah. You're just like a bucket of tears with every other movie you watch. I'm surprised you weren't in tears during Psycho Gore, man. God damn it. I'm so jealous. The sea creature is fucking learning a goddamn lesson from his buddy. Shit. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was good. It had uh, had a sweet ending. I I enjoyed it. All right. People people love that shit. I'm in the minority that doesn't give a shit about animated movies, but... I also forgot to mention, speaking of children's programming, I finished the Freeform... Hulu or Freeform on Hulu show Cruel Summer, Cruel with, Summer. which is honestly great. It's mm. dumb and it's childish, and I don't recognize any of the people's names on it beyond Kevin Smith's daughter, Harley Quinn. Hey, man. But it's like a mystery thriller. Like It's like Mean Girls meets, um, what's that Shia LaBeouf? Disturbia. Ooh. That's like my best meets for that. But it, it, I meets. ripped through all 10 episodes, but we watched them every week as they came out, but they're all up there now. 10 episodes, some good twists. I, it's compelling. And it's such a mm. dumb kids show, but I loved it. And I don't care. It was awesome. Yeah, this is, we're really cutting loose this week. We watch iCarly. We watch Cruel Summer. We watch. There's a lot of content we'll for any. kids. And I mean, we're. What the fuck else are we going to watch? Like, it's new. I'm going to, if I see 2021 when Mm. I'm scrolling through, I go, okay, I'll check this out because it's fucking new. Yeah. We'll watch anything. We're we're open. We're watching kids' movies and we are tween shows. We are fluid, as they say. Ooh, powerful. And Scott actually is going by they, them now. That's true. That is, thank you. So they (laughs) would like for you to call them that. Ooh, I just did it right. Good, good powerful but yeah this i just keep forgetting about cruel summer i'm gonna get in there because you know tuna be nice i like a silly yeah we got a cat showdown happening in the, in the corner of the chill zone suddenly tuna really makes this cat look even tinier as she looms over oh yeah over her with her intense face tuna don't give me that sass yeah tuna me? i think is about 12 pounds so tuna is I don't know, seven times that cat size? Tuna assassin me. Hey, be nice. All right. Um, I think we should probably watch a little bit of Wedding Crashers. What do you think? You know what? That sounds right. I like that. Mm, That sounds good. I'll have that. Gets these laughing. I had like 14 of those going through my head as you were reviewing Luca, and I don't remember any of them now. Luca, Luca. I don't like that name. I feel like it's like. Several other things are named Luca. Someone had a great Letterboxd review that was just Calamari by your name. Because it's kind of call me by your name-ish. It's two guys and like 
Italy, bopping around. Only they're sea creatures. It's a whole thing. Are they lovers? They're not. They're like boys. I think they're supposed to be like 12 or so. Even better. (laughs) Sure, sure. Here's 90 seconds of Wedding Crashers. Start tonight, okay? Sounds good. Me on line six. Okay. Oh wow! I'm doing some great work on Loki on Disney Plus. I'm in the MCU. <laughs> wow! What's my new Amazon Prime original turkey or whatever it's called? Bliss. Bliss. You'll be in Bliss while you watch Bliss. Yeah. That's actually one of my most popular Letterboxd reviews while we're talking Letterboxd. My review of Bliss was something along the lines of, uh, this started good, but by the end I was questioning if I like movies or not. It's funny. It's, uh... Blah, blah, blah. Three daughters, one son. I get it. Good work. Good. Them just carrying around this dossier of information about the entire family. Like, where are they going to put that? Oh, wow. Back in the car? I hope we notice something that they, like, seeded into this movie that they use as the plot for the upcoming sequel. And we figure it out and debunk it with Doughboy sidecars. Okay, what's our backstory? Wow, this is the stuff. from New Hampshire with venture capitalists. Sick of that. Let's be from Vermont. And let's have an emerging maple syrup. Oh, fuck. I needed all that. Look at this pause. I happen to know everything there is to know about maple syrup. I love maple syrup. I love it on pancakes. I love it on pizza. Ooh. Uh, I missed that up somewhere. He says maple syrup again is what I messed up. That could be a fun test. Like when we pause it, we see if we know the next couple. We'll figure it out. <laughs> He's in. Folks. Thank you again for joining us here at the Enough Podcast. And uh, we're actually here this week. uh, The show is brought to you by, he didn't make an appearance tonight, but Hank wanted us all to know that he's having a Juneteenth barbecue tomorrow at his house. Wow. So big things. Hank has turned over a new leaf and he is no longer filled with the uh, fire of hatred. Wow. And he is celebrating the commemoration of the national holiday of Juneteenth. So... DM enough the podcast uh, Instagram and I will get you Hank's address. Wow. He said, do not bring anything. He'll handle it all, which was, I th- he's a really gracious host. We're going to have to have him on the show next week to uh, yeah. know, talk all about it. He can, you know, bring us up to speed on this. He's woke now. He yeah. turned over a whole new leaf. At least, wow. I, I'm going to, ho- you know, I don't know if I'm going to hold out b- believing this till I see it. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. Folks, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Check out the South Shore Boys' latest episode. It was a humdinger. I am skip season on all the things. Did I already do that? No. I'm powerfully running out of gas. Folks, we're seeing Fast 9 next week. Get it in before you hear the app. Have a go. Have a good one, everybody. See you